Mike's Week in Review. Just going to be me with you this week. So excited to talk about anger and authority with you guys. But before we get there, I just want to apologize for not having a podcast out last week with Beth and myself both being gone uh, at the winter camp. Yeah, we just didn't have the opportunity to record it. Um, before we get into the uh, Intersect 2, a couple of housekeeping things. First and foremost, we are actually coming up on our spring break, uh, and that's going to be our two-week spring break. It's going to be, uh, st- the spring break starts the week of the 23rd and also the week of the 30th. So you have a three weeks, you have uh, three weeks until we jump into a two-week spring break. Uh, there are going to be some new people that probably will onboard. We've had quite a new, few new families. Not just come check us out, but come check us out and start to stick. So we think we'll get some new families that are going to be jumping in in that second week of April. Uh, also, just want to give you a heads up, with uh, the school spring bake being so early, actually at the end of March and the beginning of April, and Easter being late, uh, we're going to jump back into small groups. We're going to have one week, and then we're going to have Easter weekend. Uh, so we're trying to look ahead and going to be th- thinking through some things to make those two weeks special for us inside small groups, particularly that first week as we prepare for Good Friday and how we do that and then following up after Easter. Uh, so we are coming into the home stretch because after that, I think there's only seven or eight weeks or so, and then we are done. So we're a little over halfway right now with small groups, and I just want to say thank you guys so much. Thank you for continuing to lead so well. Thank you for being willing to just take the time of your week not to attend a small group, but to prepare your home, uh, the lesson, everything you guys do to for your small groups. Uh, just really, really appreciate it. Outside of that, uh, I know that we have a women's Bible study. going to be starting up right now, and uh, we'd love to see some of your ladies, especially if they have some time during the day, they can come out for that Bible study. I know it's always a really good time. Never been invited to one, being it's a women's Bible study, but you know, I know it's a good time. Everyone that comes out enjoys it very much. Uh, That being said, let's jump into the intersect. Uh, We went through one chapter of scripture, and to be honest with you guys, I really preached two separate sermons. I could have done an entire sermon just centered around anger, and I could have done a whole other sermon centered around authority, Uh, but I just wanted to be true to the text since they were both there, and I tried to cover what we had, also admitting that I didn't cover both chapters, um, but we did that. So hopefully that your group came out of it. But I want to just acknowledge right up the front, because it is uh, you know, a whole chapter of text, and then because I really pointed out two very clear main points, um, you could have people sitting on all different sides of the spectrum this week, uh, where I, I truly believe that everyone will have a story to share about anger, whether it's their own anger or anger that has been shown against them. Um, I also think that everyone can talk about authority. And so uh, I would just watch as you navigate through these. You can divide it up. Uh, I try not to do that with inside of the questions. I try to make it so it could be one fluid conversation, knowing that might be some people more vocal uh, on one subject than the other. Uh, going through that first question, this will be a good week because we do have two kind of main subjects to really focus on, okay, well, which one stuck out to you? Why? Uh, it was interesting after uh, service on Saturday and on Sunday, uh, hearing from multiple people what they got away from the message. I was like, huh, I don't even know if I said that this week, but I'm glad the Holy Spirit delivered that to you. So I'm looking forward to seeing what our groups talk about 
how they got what they gathered from the message. Uh, jumping into question two, where we get into the meat, there's really three questions I put inside of this section here. And the first two questions deal with anger, and the, and the third question deals with authority. And so what I try to do is I try to follow along with the theme of what I discussed inside that anger discussion where we looked at the differences between sin-filled anger and spirit-filled anger, or sin-fueled anger and spirit-fueled anger. And so um, that's that first question. Uh, and when we're talking about uh, righteous anger, let's make sure that... Um, we don't try to debate whether what they're getting upset about is righteous or not, because this could get really touchy if you allow somebody to say, well, I was righteous in uh, being angry over blah, 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 whatever it is. And then the next person says, well, that's not, you're not righteous in that. Let's just be careful that we're not critiquing. You know, I would say encourage a group not to make statements, but to ask questions. So versus saying, well, that's not righteous, say, hey, why would you think, why did you feel that you were righteous in your anger in that moment? And allowing them to kind of expand, to think through, maybe there are some moments in our lives where we thought we were righteous to be angry, and when the Lord's going to say, no, 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 you, 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 you misstepped there. Um, so just be careful with statements, encourage questions. The next one is uh, sinful anger. And this question, and that's this, what are some subjects or some areas where you are struggling with sinful anger? This is a big question. Um, honestly, when I wrote it and I put it in intersection, intersect, I, I wasn't fully thinking uh, how much trouble we could possibly get in with this question. Um, but this question is going to um, maybe step on a few landmines inside of your group. There's some of us that have been holding on to anger and holding on to bitterness for so long that it's so ingrained um, that that just talking about this weekend, you know, might have brought that up. So just go easy into this question. If you feel like you want to ask it in the whole group, I think that's great. But you might want to double back and ask it again in a separate time. Because when it comes to anger, uh, unfortunately, in married couples, the person, the focus of our anger could be in the room. And so we want to make sure we ask it both in, in group time and possibly come back at, at um, split time. Then moving down into the to the question about authority and how we've seen the difference between authority that is earned versus authority that is given. And so what I'm looking at there is like what I discussed this weekend is, is there are some people who just rely upon the title that they've been given, and then there's some people who build the trust to use the title. And so how they've seen authority be earned, and, and I know there's some people that question that 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 word of earned. I'm not talking about the authority God gives. I'm talking about the authority that man gives. There's a difference there. I think we have to earn the authority amongst our fellow men. I think God definitely anoints and appoints men and women to be in positions of power and authority. We see it in Scripture. We see it in, 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 day, in our normal day. But that does not mean that we don't have to earn that authority with our fellow men. Uh, so, th- so there's a difference. Have you seen authority be used well? Have you seen authority be used, be used poorly? Uh, third question, I've given you a few passages to look through. Several of those I used in my, my, in my sermon. However, they were done really quickly. I do need to edit an error that I made. I put it on your leader note sheet as well. Thank you, Anne, for pointing this out to me. The Ecclesiastes passage is not supposed to be 4-9. The Ecclesiastes passage is supposed to be 7-9. So 
if your group is reading Ecclesiastes 4.9 and saying, what the heck does this have to do with how we are to live together, how we are to avoid anger, you're right. It has nothing. <laughs> so uh, it's Ecclesiastes 7.9, so they can change that. Um, the one passage that I really want you to sit on is the Matthew. And so this is the Sermon on the Mount. This is at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. And, and, and Jesus doubles down on, on the commandment not to murder. You know, you say that you're not to murder. I say you're not to be angry because if you've been angry with somebody, you've murdered them in your heart. That's a bold statement that Jesus has made. So what Jesus is saying is, is that sinful anger has a big cost. We need to be really, really aware of that. And so what I want you to do is kind of dissect that passage. You know, it's five verses, but it's still pretty lengthy. And that passage deals with forgiveness, deals with conflict resolution, deals with the fact that we shouldn't be angry with somebody and think it's still okay to be, you know, right with God. He says, no, anger in one relationship affects every relationship. And so we need to be we need to be purging anger that we don't let roots of bitterness come in our life. And so you can ask a simple follow-up question there would be, how have you seen anger in one of your relationships affect all the other relationships in your life? How has anger that somebody has held against you for a long time affected your life? You know, those would be great follow-up questions there. And then the last one, I left it really broad, um, and that is, is what, what can we do to take some practical steps to walk away from anger and to walk into a, into a, a bigger picture or a bigger power of authority? Walk away from anger, walk into authority. Uh, this would be a great time just to help people brainstorm. Again, maybe give them some suggestions. Maybe you want to try, you know, not imperatives like how about I, this worked for me, you know, kind of thing. And then, but don't just brainstorm some ideas where they can grow in their areas of walking away from uh, anger and walking to authority. But then back that up by saying, okay, this is how we are going to hold you accountable to that. Okay, so we make almost a contract there, saying, I'm glad you want to take these two steps. We're going to hold you accountable to those two steps. All right. I hope that this conversation that we had looking at a story of a battle uh, fought a long time ago uh, brings about great discussions inside your small groups, but not just discussions, brings about fruit of change that, that we might come to become more, more like Jesus. Guys, looking forward to hearing how your small groups go. Don't be afraid to reach out. We're so appreciative of you. Three more weeks, spring break, and then the home finish. Sliding in the home finish. So, here before we know it, appreciate you guys.